Did you get a beard trim and a haircut? The hair is just gone. It's it's even even <laughs> since even since this all, all this talking began, what? I think I've lost <laughs> lost some more. But are no, you like going I, bald? Are you going bald? Oh, definitely. It's been it's been for it's been for a while, but hey, now there's just very bud. little left. There's very little left. So no, that's fine. Well, that's hello fine. and welcome to <laughs> bald, bald, bald talk. <laughs> Uh, that's a special room in the dungeon. Yeah, that is a special. Um, I started, uh, for the record, I started going bald when I was like 21, I think. I, like, mm-hmm. I started noticing it. Um, and so, um, it's all. I was thinking about this the other day. It's almost half my life. At this, but point. you've really weaponized it to be. I mean, to where it's really a part of your of who you are. And I'm proud of What fucking that. choice did I have? <laughs> It's part of your arsenal of something. Like, exactly. <laughs> so you gotta, you, yeah. I mean, <laughs> le, uh, may, maybe it's very in keeping with the dungeon to uh, it. It's one of those things that makes <laughs> me imagine, Im- imagine like all the possible ways I could, I could be getting judged that I have no control over. <laughs> to be focusing and, on your phrenology. <laughs> yes. It's a nice um, dungeon. It's nice to be here with both of you this week. It's nice to see you. Um, hey we are nice talking about... Yeah, thank you. We're talking about um, our texts for the week. Our uh, Tarsim Sings 2000 movie, The Cell. Fred Zinnemann's uh, High Noon from 1952. And Ridley Scott's Alien from 1979. What a what a great idea by us to watch these three movies together. I think it was yeah. Bass who who suggested it. We should just watch three cool movies. <laughs> <laughs> and still they just nestled down into each other as I'm watching these yeah. things with y'all. They just really Wait, it's uh, like a Bass, you're saying it's like a revelation that we should watch movies that are actually like fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, it is just like I like a certain kind of like not perfect movie that's like pretty cool to look at. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I actually found High Noon really like pretty visually interesting for like, oh, yeah. 100%. for like yeah. a stagey movie. That's what's really hard to watch for me about, or at least it's like weird with your viewing con- conventions. If you're used to looking at things that are not like from the 40s or whatever, but just, you know, so many of those like films, when you look at them, they're just like one camera angle and then people talking for like 10 minutes. And um, yeah, there's like a little bit of of that vibe, but it was more like, um, I don't know. It was great. I loved it. One of my favorite little visual moments of High Noon, it happens twice in the movie, is when um the ju- the judge initially um talks about like points to the chair like the chair where frank yeah. miller was like i'm gonna kill you like what, whatever <laughs> gary oh, cooper's yeah, yeah. and and it's, it's just so this good. empty chair at this like weird angle kind of it lo- the chair somehow looks like demonic yeah um and it's so it's such a great visual moment i love that did I don't remember. Do they do a flashback, or is it just like a voiceover? Like, is it like haunted chair voice? It's, it's a haunted a, chair voice. Yeah, it's, it's a not haunted e- not chair. Even. No, no, not even. It's the judge quoting Frank Miller. 
It's like the judge's oh, voice. Weird. It's not even Frank Miller, I don't think. That's wow. a, that's some like really experimental level of remove from whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. I mean, Frank Miller barely says anything in the movie. Like yeah. at least one of the one of his lackeys, like the one played by Lee Van Cleef, that guy doesn't say a single word in the whole movie. Like <laughs> it's really it's really something. A lot of dread in that movie. A lot of yeah. dread in all these movies. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. I um, loved oh, yeah. A- Amy in High Noon was so good. Like mm. I mean, just like the Quaker who's like Go fuck yourself, dude. Mm-hmm. I am I'm getting out of here. Like, like I know we just got married three I was gonna minutes say, ago, yeah. but I'm leaving you. <laughs> nice to spring it. Yeah, nice to spring it so quickly. And to already have it be like I like I said, you know, this decision point where it's calling everything of this person into into question. Mm-hmm. And yeah, on on the on his wedding day too. There's just such an odd, <laughs> odd amount of anxiety and, yeah, and uh, whatever, for, foreboding or whatever going on in the movie. And it's kind of like uh, No Country a little bit. That was feeling mm-hmm. like a little vibe mm-hmm. of your spirit in there when I, when I was watching it that way or thinking mm-hmm. of it that way. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, and, and that's kind of like a genre of movies that I haven't really delved enough into of just this. Like, what type of person are you in, in, in this, or, you know, who will you choose to be in this, in this particular yeah. dilemma? Yeah. Uh, which is a nice. It was, uh, High Noon was produced by Stanley Kramer, who produced like, um, Inherit the Wind. And like, he just mm-hmm. did like a bunch of movies that are like, uh, like they have a message, movies with a message kind of, you know, like, um, yeah. and High Noon, I, one thing I like about like Baus, we were texting about this last night, and like, um, the way like every character in this movie just is feels wrong in some way. Like, there's yeah. just no, there's like really no good decision to be made, and yeah. it's but but the feeling I get watching this movie, and maybe it's a little similarly, it's a little similar to how you end up feeling maybe about Sigourney Weaver towards the end of alien. But like, it's like this movie where you're just watching someone get left with the bag kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's like, it, it causes me so much. And like this, this viewing of high noon, I just was like feeling totally anxious for, uh, why can't I remember what Gary Cooper's characters? It, it's Gary Cooper. Who gives a shit what his name is? Kane. Uh, Will Kane. Will Will Kane. Will Kane. Yeah. Yeah, um, just so much anxiety. <laughs> yeah, and and you're right to con- it connects back with with Alien so much in my and my workplace of just you know if you're just this <laughs> if if you're gonna be the one person you know to to try to if you're gonna try, <laughs> try to uphold you know it, this whatever the whatever this thing is that you're trying to uphold or or yeah. stop or or start and not getting yet can't get any solidarity out of it. You know, sometimes mm. that's a really, I mean, I guess it's it's written on the wall, you know, at that point in the, in the yeah. scenario. That's why it's so, it's almost absurd that he survives, that, that Kane, you know, makes it, makes it out, out of the end of it, just because it's so, the, the, the energy of it is so entwined in, 
what his, in, in like you said in in every choice of his being the wrong you know inevitably the wrong one but yeah. uh so we'll see if his marriage you know ends up you know i'd love to see the the sequel and see how his marriage really turns out <laughs> high noon to the honeymoon <laughs> bad lieutenant yeah high moon <laughs> oh oh man that's, that's a good so good idea. i mean I, I love um I love that movie so much. I'm really glad you guys watched it. I, I like um I think you've been mentioning that for a long time. You've been yeah. mentioning it for a long time. I just it's I just think it's this like crisp little movie. It's like yeah. it's a, a less than an hour and a half, and it's got a clear idea, and everyone does a good job in the movie. Like yeah. like all the actors are good, and like all the shots are like carefully composed. It's just like there's that song that tells you the story oh. of the movie. It's just playing throughout. Wait along. Wait on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think it's like this perfect little movie. It is. I think I like have learned a lot about the basics of movies from watching High Noon over and over again over the years. <laughs> it, it was like Joan of Arc. It really was. It, it is that type of simplicity to it. Yeah. And there was that there was that shot in the bar where it's just this whole you know, this group of, you know, you can see everyone's face judging, you know, and yeah, yeah there's a high anxiety to, to the, to a lot of it. Um, and yeah, Bells. What do you think about Amy being right? You know, I know the main thing that I think uh, Seth Lehman talked about was the, um, that if they, if they ran, they would just get followed, you know? Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, do you do you buy that, or do you think that, like, if they would have just been like, fuck it, let's just go open a grocery store or whatever, like, <laughs> that things would have been okay? Yeah, what do you think, Seth? Well, for, for me, it felt like yeah, that the backdrop is this, the, the absurd question of, that he has to make a choice based on what the the husband or the man is is you know is supposed to do and that's what i mean it already feels like a cursed chair of a of a choice to have to make in that sense that it's just haunted by you know feelings or, or emotions that that are just so caught up in in so many things that it just feels like a, like a cursed outcome it is interesting that everyone wants him to leave like um (laughs) how important it is that he yeah that he turn each of these things away it's like an odyssean thing or a homeric thing or something or what what was it but uh yeah well i mean i don't know if he's right he says to amy at one point like we can't just if we leave they'll be following us forever like this never ends until um, until I kill Frank Miller, basically. But like, mm. I don't know. I, so I don't know if I believe him, but it is interesting that the movie sort of draws out. He They leave like they get on the carriage and they leave. Right. And then he turns around. He just he just can't do it. Yeah. And it makes me around. think about those like moments where like, obviously, you've made some decision Usually you make a decision and it feels like a relief to have made a decision. But I think sometimes you make a decision 
and you're just sitting there realizing you made the wrong decision <laughs> and it, it feels it feels like it's like a, a matter of time like it, you know sort of in the back of your mind that you're gonna have to reverse course and it's just a question of how long you wait to do that mm. and you you also know that the longer you wait the harder it is to do yeah and it's just but so like you've just got you've just got like, to make yeah yeah something yeah it's this done. battle with yourself you have to do it and i just i love like I don't know if he if his decision is right or not, but it does. Sort of, the movie does sort of like make me feel that he feels like he's trapped in the decision he's making. Yeah, like he mm-hmm. he just can't do anything else. It's like what his whole life has been about. But it's so is it so is it so important in High Noon that it's that he's a little older that he's retiring, and that that be a part of it. You know that it's this not not just a last stand. Yeah. piece to it. But like you said, even in in my younger age, than than he, I still feel that you know. But I also, I, I guess I'm I'm removed enough to say that I again, like I've always been saying, I I would not have to play in this game. Like I didn't, ha- I wouldn't have to show up for Ethan Love's you know fight after school that he's challenging me to in seventh or eighth grade or whatever that was. I don't even <laughs> remember how that played out. He just said, okay, we're gonna be. We're gonna meet after school, and like, and I did. We, I just never. Sh- I don't think I showed up. I was just like, I don't have to be at that location at that time. This invitation <laughs> to a, a fight. This? Yeah, wait, we, uh, wait, and we... let me just bring Ethan Love. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I really. I think it was Ethan Love. Can you dig uh, deep but... into the dungeon of that grudge? Yeah, please. I can't remember. There was certain dudes from Signal Mountain. Uh, that uh, it seemed like yeah kind of had a bu- bully factor going on for me at some point and not that ethan love was one of them but i think they were all we were all capable of it and yeah just being mm. uh, yeah, for whatever reasons but yeah in the high in the like middle school or high school this this guy that i kind of had uh, obliquely known and i guess it was just like the thing i, I must have been i was easy meat or whatever so I guess mm. I was just—it was the challenge. I don't even remember saying anything in particular. It's probably just some smartass. Was there a fight in class? No, I think I just like I said. I think I just said I don't. Well, I don't have to even fucking show up for that if I don't want to. <laughs> it's true because I don't think I had I had never been in, invited to a fight before, and so I just didn't yeah. know necessarily the etiquette of it anyway. And I, if I had shown up, I'm sure he would have just kicked my ass. Well, so so I just wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't it, gonna do that. It's so yeah, interesting it getting to sit here and know you like to 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 know you means we get to like ask you these questions. But another good not to keep talking about High Noon, maybe, but like <laughs> another good thing about that movie is that you, Gary Cooper doesn't like stare down the barrel of the camera and like tell you his fucking reasons. Yeah, no, he, he's he's not <laughs> like um he he never you don't really know. Like, do, is he worried that they're going to follow him and like he's actually doing this? Because there is no hope of a life with Amy, like if, unless mm. he does this, or is it like pure sort of like bounden duty that he can't get out of, and like it, it actually remind, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't matter if like, he did yeah. it or not. I think it's like eighty twenty, like du- like eighty yeah. percent duty, you know, yeah. and like twenty percent like <laughs> practicality. Because mm. I feel like he would be like. He's supposed to be such like a tough guy that I, I I don't think that I mean I think that he feels like he could probably handle that you know um, mm. 
if they came after him or something, you know, because it's it's what he ends up doing in the end of the movie anyways, like fighting them, you know. Yeah. It go it goes so much better than he thinks it's gonna go though. Like it, there's like yeah. moments there's moments during the movie where it feels like he's about to like break down in tears. Like, yeah, it does. <laughs> where he's and just especially like, just especially just the fact of no one being like you say, you know, willing to kind of step up with with him behind him beside him yeah. or whatever. Like, but I think. Well, I was gonna say most like, most heartbreak, <laughs> most heartbreakingly, <laughs> like the people who like the ones who really won't step up are the people who are like in his face, being like, "I can't believe no one's stepping up." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this is all. But it's also that it really is just that he. I guess it is his expertise too, just in in his age, in the time that he's spent, and in, in his job, and and on his earth. That you know that allows him to know people a little bit more, and that's what's even the you know the most you know the the biggest letdown of the film is that it's the it's the people around him that are dooming him that have doomed yeah. him. You know, yeah. it's 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 knowing that these people are going to fo- follow through with, or or not follow through with what they need to do. You know, in at that time, all the people around swirling around him, and just knowing that that in it, he's ensnared. You know, in yeah. all of these, in all in all these ways, with all these people, as like we are, yeah. And um, a- Alien too, and Cell too. I mean, just like you know, <laughs> just this, just this inability to Alien ne- too. Yeah, no, but uh, Ripley knowing, you know, she knowing what the right decision to make is, and trying right to remind, and try and trying to tell people, you know, or remind people just that you have to follow this this line. And yep. it's just the in, the inability of, of some people to do that, or just their their natures being that it's going to disrupt your world. You know that it's going to. It's, it's very gonna... COVID. It's it's in, it's extremely yeah. COVID. Yeah. Like being unwilling to um g- like do the do something in the short term that you don't want to do, even though the long term consequences are going to be even worse. It's like yeah. Um, I mean, and then it's just and, uh, like yeah, but... and just the po- what uh what's his name ash you know whatever saying ash, you know yeah. I, I i accept responsibility for what for whatever happens it's like oh so you just by simply saying that you accept the responsibility for everyone's death <laughs> that it's okay it's okay whatever decision you made and that's and that's yeah as simply as we've been living for the last 13 months or for whatever whatever long now so it is just i mean how how easily we'll take everyone into our hands mm-hmm. uh, or <laughs> It took me to the last second, but tonight I was I realized like that kind of with all three movies that I wrote down. It's like, are all three just about what will happen if you be a little bit more receptive? <laughs> and it is kind of, and it is kind of like that. It's just like, well, what if we could actually, or, or yeah, just like more receptive to each to each other's signals, who each other, who we are, what what someone else might need, what, and what the truth is, and what the right decision is. Oh my god, or, or yeah. whatever. And like just some of like uh, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio's easy uh, understandings he could come you know come to about dad or you know whatever in in the cell. <laughs> in the cell. <laughs> so oh man, that's so good. But yeah, maybe <laughs> it goes back to that right next to that. Wait along, <laughs> just like again, just like making the going back to like making the space to actually like make the right decision. But everybody's up in their own hugging their own faces we're all hugging our own faces 
if you will. Making the space to make the right decision. I like that. It's true. It's it. it Gotta get it's in the space. Not, it's not often the case that you have it. No. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And if even if I could just recognize that that moment would be is is nice sometimes, but still always inevitably to make the wrong decision for myself. Eric, what were you saying? No, I just think it's so like I'm only realizing kind of as you guys are talking about it, how much it's like the focal point of the movie to just be this like weird burdened ambivalence and like, you know, kind of duty and like, you know, it's like the whole thing. You're just like watching yeah. this like affect form. Yeah, um, yeah. That's like enduring this thing. And it's so like, I, I didn't think mm. that that's what it would I didn't know it was just be such a weird sort of sustained meditation on a, Mm -hmm. like on a kind of specific experience that it really wants to, I don't know, like it, like you feel like there's like this movie wants to clear some shit up. Like, you know? Yeah. No, it has, it. it's yeah. I think like this was the whole for, for like decades, this was like Stanley Kramer's thing is to make a movie that just, has like a a moral a clear moral that you're supposed to get but i think like you know Baus, mm. the other thing we were texting about last night was like um we were talking about like the women in high noon you know and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i love this idea that like you made me think have this thought about that it feel the two main women in the movie like amy and then helen ramirez like the two of them seem throughout the movie to have this like urge to just get the fuck out of town like, yeah, like Amy. So qu- they both they both are just like they get the lay of the land. They see what's about to happen. And they're just like, yeah, I'm I'm going to get on that train that that guy's arriving mm-hmm. on yeah. and I'm gone. And like, yeah, obviously that gets upset in certain ways. But it's true that like it's sort of the only sane response to what's going on here. It's like Helen Ramirez yeah. gives that speech about like uh, like the, uh, I think it's Harvey asks why she's leaving and, and she's like. I, I don't know why you can't see it, but like the, this thing is about to happen and the town is going to die. And like, I don't yeah. want to still be here. Like, um, yeah. and back to that thing about space also is, you know, it, it's, it's as these people recede away, Kane has got to step up even, you know, someone has to do it, you know, and it's, yep. it's, it's, it's as the space is created, someone has to step into this space, you know, it just becomes, it, it does be, there is an inevitability to that like any anywhere you know or yeah in any situation that we're kind of dealing with it's true that movies dramatize this happens in the cell a few times but like movies are a place where you get to dramatize the moment where like something has to happen and someone has to do it and like yeah um, like that's like basically all movies are kind of, and like fourteen oh eight. You know, yeah. in the, in the cell, there's that moment where like she, uh, she's in there. Oh, he like Vince D'Onofrio like grabs her in his mind, and like she can't get to the button to get back out or whatever, and like mm-hmm. she's stuck in there, and so like back in the lab, like the scientists and. Um, Vince Vaughn, they're all like having this debate about what to do. And the next thing you know, like Vince Vaughn is in the suit and he's going in to Vince D'Onofrio's mind also. And it's like, it's just like, 
a space has been made. Someone has to do something. And it's like, you're going to like basically draw straws. To, is it going to be this woman Someone, or yeah. is it going to be Vince Vaughn? Or is it like, I don't know. I just like, um, <laughs> well, it's like, it, well, well, you know what? Well. <laughs> another moment like that in it, a moment like that in alien is the moment when they let. So there's like a few people left. I forget who's left exactly, but like, um, they've decided they're going to be in pairs. But then, um, yeah. like, Harry Dean Stanton, like, fucks up and lets the cat get away. And then they, like, <laughs> make Harry Dean Stanton go off by himself to go find the cat. And it's like, why would you? Like, you just decided mm. to be in pairs. Like, what are we doing here? And then, of course, like, you know, he gets it. Even though he gets to take Whoa. that, like, wonderful, beautiful shower. Oh, man. What a great shower. The chains. The showering yeah, in the chains. The, chain. the rain chains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I kept the last time I watched this before the most recent time. Um, you mean Alien? It was, yeah, yeah, Alien. Um, we watched it deliberately, thinking about uh, Harry Dean Stanton and Yafet Koda's like mm. characters, mm. as if they were like really right. And like, yeah. if you took a different tone and were like, these guys are getting fucked over, and they're yeah. doing like as much work as anyone else, because yeah. you know the film is sort of like it's. Like now I look at it, I'm like, is it sort of like, like, I don't know, like, how's it thinking about them? Because like now you look at them and you're just like, they're fucking right. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, the movie, it that that's a question I was thinking about a lot, like, because I do think the movie is about it's it's definitely like anti the corporation. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and Rip. Ripley, even more than those two guys, Ripley's the one who's like worried about like um, her primary concern seems to be like keeping as many people alive as possible at mm. all times. Like oh, she doesn't really give a yeah. shit about about the money part. Um, like oh, she's man. not she's like um, high enough in the pecking order, maybe that she's not concerned about like her wages at that point. Yeah. But she's also like. But that also means that she has enough control that she's like allowed to be the person who's like worried about everyone's safety. Whereas like mm -hmm. the people like Tom Skerritt as the captain or whatever is like purely worried. Like he ends up leaning too much towards like the mission kind of. Um, the, the yeah, the corporation or the corpus or the body, you know, it's just like protecting the the, the actual body like the yeah, just the the body itself. But it's true that uh, you can't help like wa like watch uh, at this point <laughs> when I watch this movie now. Like you can't help but watch Harry Dean Stanton and Yafet Koto and just be like, "Yeah, man, they." I hope they like hold out for higher wages. Like, yeah, no, I, I hope they get their shares. Yeah, they, they. I hope they get their shares for sure. Because it's it's such a like a uh, you know it's treated as such a. Um, kind of little flourish you know mm -hmm, for like mm -hmm. the realistic interaction between the characters or whatever and it's meant to be like very incidental it seems like yeah um but it's i don't know it it is interesting to just be like <laughs> i do think the more time i don't know if it's interesting because like Yafet Koto just passed away so i was thinking about him a lot while i watched mm -hmm. it this time and like so maybe that i d i do sort of have a similar thing where i feel like the more times i see this movie the more times I find myself paying attention like to him in particular, because he's kind of the uh -huh. mouthpiece for both of them. Like Harry Dean Stanton's uh -huh. character is kind of like this bumbling idiot who gives yeah. 
like Yafet Koto like has his proxy basically. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it's, it is interesting. And um, again, you know, and with his character to you know to know you know what the what the technic what technically the right decision is and and logistically and everything else what what you know just. And in terms of labor too, you know what 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 the simplest decision is. And instead, mm-hmm. you know, they say, you know, can you build us eight incinerators? You know, right now, and he's like, okay, well, could you give me twenty minutes? You know, it's like that's an incredible, <laughs> incredible rate, you know, that he's making these things. So it's just like, but but you know, even but all of his decisions, and you know, again, just to, to be to to know for Ripley and Parker to know, you know, what the right decision points uh, points are, you know, and to not. But to but to not be able to goad you know the right people into making the right decisions mm-hmm. is one of the most yeah and, and yeah I guess just for like in terms of capitalism like one of the most frustrating you know things to watch you know take place or is it it's even like the hunt for red October or whatever or I mean or the Crimson Tide thing um, <laughs> just like the yeah just to to kind of argue over what what seems to be how could how could the right thing be something to argue over you know that's well but the one thing that the movie does is like the in all the alien movies and i hope we keep watching more of them yeah. because like yeah, I, yeah. it's making <laughs> me have all these awesome thoughts about like i'm so angry at capitalism these days and like the alien movies are just like such a great like vehicle for that critique yeah um uh-huh. it, it just and it just like kind of keeps getting better throughout like the um like the whole prison thing and three and, and like mm. just, it, mm-hmm. it's also great. Is two the, is aliens the one with Paul Reiser? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that, <laughs> all the corporate shit is like, it's really good. Yeah. Like, that carries right through. Yeah. So, so easily. Yeah. And it's kind of like the, I was thinking Robo, I was actually thinking Robocop with, with cell, but I guess it plays with, with, uh, with alien too. Just kind of that interweaving of the, yeah. With the, 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 Ugh, the dripping job aspect of you know cha- of the chains um is pretty- <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about in the cell i was thinking about how it, it would be so weird that like your job is just to be a therapist and all of a sudden you're like inside this like the high fashion mind of, <laughs> of like the serial killer with the like the crazy wings on his dress and like i like no i don't like that look Oh, <laughs> what a great game show! You know, just hit the hit the hit the little you know bio button on your wrist if you don't like that look. You know, from your serial killer <laughs> this week's serial killer to lose the uh, the design <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Eric Lewis. Uh, oh, I don't know. That's good. It can work. It's the buzzer. Project. She had the buzzer. Project Runway, the cell. <laughs> well, I just like thinking about, like, uh, I think in the same way, just how weird that is. Like, as a job, I just kept looking at it as a job and being yeah, like, yeah. I, like, what are what are the hours here? Like, and, and like, the the way in which there's like, uh, like clearly a corporate structure, sort of, right? But like, like all this, you know, it's like, um. You know, Vince Vaughn just like rockets into that suit as like I, I don't know. It just sort of s- seems like the de- the. It's, okay. I, it's I like a. I, uh, 
You're right to bring. It's like three cockroach, three Kafkaesk, three cockroaches. You know, realizing they're. Yeah, that, that I was trying to figure out, and I kind of, I can't forgive me for not knowing the answer to this. But did you, do we get like enough of the reason for why her mind and is such a great playground for you know is the right playground you know for is the right I, scenario I think for she's this? Just like so empathetic. I think that yeah. that's the whole thing. They're they're like really playing up this sort of like, and so it, like you know one of the things that was really kind of like stressful about the movie is watching like having her like have to be kind of empathetic to dickheads a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was really like exhausting, you know, emotionally yeah. in a way that was um like really came through more. But um mm. I don't know. I uh I definitely was like pretty weirded out by the end, the weird like sort of like saint like Jennifer Lopez like with yeah, yeah 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 it was like the end of a dark song but with her there instead of the angel oh wow uh, yeah yeah like all the like really intense CGI stuff was yeah. where it's like really bright and illustrated like I mean I I was interested in in that like a, a lot of the um uh a lot of the other stuff looked like uh like the horse thing, like there's just iconic things. I think yeah. more from like contemporary art. I think a lot of them are like yeah. from a thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and I remember like being younger and like having seen like the cell, and then like you see like you know whatever this. I think there's like an odd Nerdrum painting in it or something, or yeah, you know there's yeah. some. And I remember like being like, oh yeah, like this is all from like this is just like somebody who like went to like went to art school and like, was like <laughs> yeah. making making the cell it was very like uh art school in a good way in a kind of good and dumb way yeah i was having this memory of uh that this was the cell was the first movie it's the first movie i think of when i think of like when i started appreciating movies for like reasons that had nothing to do with the plot of a movie um mm-hmm. and I, like i that i i kind of remember going to see the cell and just not really following what the fuck was going <laughs> on but just like it's just so amazing to look at it, like um yeah and i remember really appreciating that about it and then reading i know you just said cgi but i feel like i remember reading that there's like little to no cgi like they built all the sets and like it was this I mean, like massive looks, undertaking it looks really good i mean yeah I think yeah that, it's it definitely looks like thoughtful and it's yeah like like moment to moment it's pretty interesting although it there's a lot more like really static like boardroom kind of drama than you would expect where it's mm-hmm. just like you know Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Lopez like sitting across the table like being ve- like you know yeah. being very stern and logistical about things you know for like kind of a while you know yeah um because yeah. I, I i picture this as like the two plots where it's like this sort of serial killer plot thing or whatever and then the like mm-hmm. dreams but like the all the sort of like admin i never think about but there's a lot there's a lot more admin in the south yeah. than i yeah. generally like it's remember. one of the but things maybe it's it's one of the things that's so weird about it that that those two things are being like juxtaposed in this really intense way. Yeah. 
Well, you know, and it's matrixy like that too. I I haven't seen the Matrix in a long time. I have a feeling that there is like just way more procedural stuff to it than like I kind of wanted there to be when I was younger, and I and I kind of just slept through at the time. But yeah, <laughs> kind of kind of similar vibe to it too. Of kind of yeah, just how many? And I just think <laughs> it's just the whole the whole thing is just, this is the internet. You know, is that what this yeah. this whole thing? Yeah was <laughs> and um but the... it, it kind, of, <laughs> kind of started to feel like that at, at some point um the, the visual pieces of sorry no go ahead best because i was or the 90s chat room is what kind of what i <laughs> what i was thinking about so watching I, some of it i have a i i think i have like a generational question mm-hmm. that is like so i i was thinking about the hooks and vincent d'onofrio hanging from those mm. hooks but like I was thinking uh-huh. about how um, my dad, when I was a kid, had, I mean, yes. this is going to be okay. This is going to be okay. Yes. Like he had, he had uh, inversion boots. Do you know what those are? Oh, no. yeah. Like, yeah. They're like these things where like you, you, you snap a boot around your ankles and then there's like a hook and then you pull yourself upside down and then hook them onto a pull-up bar and then you just like sort of hang upside down yeah it was yeah. it was like some deeply 80s dad shit and um like <laughs> for a long that, time like, the hanging upside down the I, or just a I, brief i don't know how medically sound it all was yeah but it was definitely one of those things that the ethic of it was like be be like do it a long time look how good you're making your blood flow the wrong way or you know mm. it's, it's sort of um right you show your, I'll show know. your blood. Yeah, I'll show your blood a thing or two. Yeah, is, is that a, is that a completely like uh, not familiar thing? Are you discussing? No, it is. Right oh. uh, no, I, I've I never heard of this, but I'm I'm into it. Yeah, mm, yeah, and they want those tables too, like inversion tables or something. Is yeah, a thing. I think yeah. my father in law's got an inversion table. Must maybe it unscrambles to... something in you. Maybe I am trying get to get unscrambled. Boots. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's what like when... it is. <laughs> the um wait, can we talk about the way Alien looks also? Like mm. we're talking about like visual elements in these movies like I'm uh, one of my notes was about this before the thing attaches itself to William not William Hurt, John Hurt's face. Yeah. Um like You're not, not... When, when he when he gets lowered down into that cavern in on the like on the ship on the yeah. like alien ship that that is like one of the most in wild visual moments I've ever seen in a movie like the size of that cavern yeah. and the smallness of him and the way that cavern looks it's just like I, it's like one of the most breathtaking moments I've I've ever seen in a movie and alien has that's just like one moment from that movie. There's so much shit in that movie that just yeah. is like the most beautiful shit I've ever seen. Well, yeah, it's just like the or like that ship within it, like they're the within within the ship, and but they're yeah. seeing the uh, yeah a, a macro version of what they're going to be experiencing. It's just such a weird thing, you know, thing that they're doing. That he's scale, doing. Yeah, weird scale, yeah, and uh, to face for yeah, uh-huh. just a, oh, dude. Oof. It's, it's so amazing. The, the blinking computer room is really good. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that's such a good thing that alien movies do. Um, like that there's this experience of um 
experiencing something in real life in the moment simultaneously while as a viewer of the movie, it's simultaneous. It's not usually simultaneous for the people in the movie, but as a viewer, you're watching like you're watching like the dude in the hallway at the same time you're watching the like blinking map of the dude in the hallway. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like that. Yeah, yeah. Ju- when Dallas, the, uh, Dallas, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. track you. And it's just that dot and or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. And it's then the, so oh, the outstretched arms of the alien right there. Oh, dude, that's so operatic. That and that that scene is so beautiful. Incredible shit. And like aliens, the second one has like the whole movie feels like it's that. It's like yeah. so much of that in in this way that's so intense. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, and I, you know, I'm I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, I know there's the. I mean, I know some of the what what people notice about alien but like this tubes thing and the pasta thing and the i'm just like i've got started getting obsessed with the and then ash is like he rolls the magazine into a tube and he's shoving the tube into her mouth like that's her punishment and it's just the weirdest tubes in this movie and i got so i'm getting so i started getting so obsessed with it and then she's in this you know kind of tubey womb tubey womb at the end that's so great, and or or like yeah, back into her womb tubes, tomb, tomb. I mean, I don't know. It's just like such a weird aspect to it that they were just like, okay, we're gonna fucking fit as many tubes into this, any vessels into this thing. Oh, and think about the vessel too with what you yeah. said about uh, her character in in the cell. And then mm. the, the, to be at the end, to be what the, like the Mary character, like the vessel, the pure vessel dudes. I mean, it's like, it, it, it is in, it's in there in the, in the movies. Maybe what we, got happens three, at, we got three pure vessels. What happens at the very end of the cell when she's back with Edward? It's something it, that's what was, I was kind of like figuring out was that the, yeah, I was trying to figure out if I was totally satisfied by the, like, isn't there just like a total openness to her at the, at the very end. That's like, you know, I, I thought there'd be like some wall there, but it's just a total. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, she's there's like a. Yeah, Eric is like it's not like it's not like pure love from her at the end. Yeah, it felt, maybe that's, that's it it felt ominous to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the the whole movie I was thinking about that this I rewatched like half an hour of it before we started recording, and um, every. Uh, like just watching it is so like it you know something is going to be like really overwhelming or really like um ornate or like over the top strange and then you know you're not really going to be able to settle into it because something kind of horrible is going to show up Mm -hmm. and there's so many scenes that are just that over and over and over and over again you know that it like does something interesting to like the rhythms of your like attention you're just like oh my Mm. god like i think that that's what i was like really like um kind of uh experiencing watching it was just this this sense of being kind of pulled into something at the same time you know you're being like pulled towards something really like corrosive Mm. um and it i I don't know i think that that was like i felt like a real kind of horror actually at that at that i don't know it was oh yeah that dream state effect of it or something that's yeah really powerful yeah, yeah. yeah then nine and, that nine in a dream video there is a bit of like that in a dream you can't you're safe in a dream 
but you also can't protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, the, and, and even, even Will Cain's, even though it's not technically, even I guess it's the farthest from a dream, but it's still that he knows this thing. He believes this thing to be happening in the future. Yeah. You know, he, he, he foresees this thing and it could go one of a couple ways. And there's, and there must be a third way that even he couldn't have been thinking about at the time. And, the, and that mm-hmm. his wife maybe should have been, you know, mentioning to him, but, but to have to kind of believe that there was this, that there was this certain path to it. Wait a minute. What's the third way? Well, I'm just, you know, he just kept saying, well, either I need to stay and face this thing or leave and they're still going to catch me. It's like, or you just go and everybody forgets about it. You know, like in Ethan love doesn't give a shit. And the next day oh, Ethan doesn't oh. mention, you know, where were you? And it wasn't in like everybody cools <laughs> off and uh, maybe, you know, or, but uh, it's still that, that like totally the, my main question. That was my main question. Like, yeah. that was Ethan, it was just like, like that was the, my like dominant narrative in my head. When I think about it, what, the one that I want to follow is that one. You know? Yeah. And then this one is so much more interesting, but it's so like, it's like, it feel. I think maybe part of the pain and suffering in High Noon is that you kind of feel the pull between those two things. Like how yeah. kind of reasonable it would be. It's like you kind of have two, ex, two like choices, and they're both extreme and they're both reasonable. You know, like mm-hmm. like you know, it's like neither one of those things is crazy. Like if he if he ran, they'd be like, okay, that's fine. You know. Or if he stayed, you're like, okay, I, I get that, you know. But it's a, it's it's like this weird, like yeah, and it's even like that, like and, he, and that he's being right, yeah, and that he's he's retired, that it's and you got to wait the couple days for the sheriff to be coming in. It's he's at this in between space of his life, not just his life. I mean, he's near the end of his life, I guess technically or, or whatever in this in this movie, and mar- and getting married at the same time that he's near, you know, at the at seeming like he's aging out of so many things. But yeah, just this weird in between space happening in all, in, yeah, this liminal space in all in all of them. That's mm. tough, tough to tank, tough to tangle with this cockeyed caravan, y'all. Though you have fooled me before, I'll be your fill-in when you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it. Someday you pack, then you'll believe in my door. Oh, but I kinda like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, oh, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more.